bad that we were t- like, all right, like he's up. And then everyone was like, wait, does he even know? And like Ben was like, it wasn't my job to text him. I was like, dude, if it was, it fucking was your job to text him. Um, it was just so funny. Three, two, one. Welcome, everyone. Oh, Christ. I can hear it, Duncan. Um, welcome, everyone, to uh, episode two of the revival of, of Drone Stone's podcast. This is, this is the... Uh, this is oh, the, and you have the second pick overall, right? Yeah, I know. Uh, this is the fantasy football episode where currently, uh, probably through this entire episode, uh, Jackson and Skunky will be drafting their second fantasy football league teams of the day. Um, it's been Got a long those, grind. Those bookends today. Yeah, it's been a long grind uh, with football-related material um but um for for everyone following along out there um with the first pick of the round duncan has picked saquon barkley of the new york giant football team nobody cares uh, jackson and jackson with the second pick of the year has selected alvin Kamara of the new orleans saints um duncan uh what is your outlook on on uh saquon for the year I I don't know. They're, it's the only offense the Giants have. So yes. Oh, the, Daniel Jones. Daniel yeah. Jones is locker. I looked at the projections for our other league, and I am projected to have the best team. But you you are. There are is there is an option for. It's like the final standing statistics, yeah. and you are ranked like you will from week zero. You will win the league. Yeah. So In hopefully. Hopefully that rings true. But. Yeah. Um, Christian McCaffrey and Zeke Elliott have just left uh, the board. Um, the currently top-ranked player is uh, DeAndre Hopkins, and uh, Waits is currently up to pick him. Um, but we won't be spending the entire time, obviously, talking about fantasy football. As we teased last episode, uh, Duncan is going to be spearheading um discussion on young thugs new album um what is it called again uh so much fun that was released basically like right before the the day after we recorded the first revival episode yeah uh and then we'll get into um i'll spearhead a little bit of uh brock hampton um and then we'll kind of we'll kind of take it from there with some other music news um, some other little tidbits, um, but <laughs> just so uh, everyone is aware, when when the NFL starts to seep in uh, to a conversation, just remind yourselves we are drafting a football team. We are we are coaches and captains here, so very important. Uh, yeah. Any news uh, come up, Dunky? In a your in your life, just personal news. Personal news, um, I don't know, not particularly. Uh, I interviewed for like a a job last week, but like I just want to start serving instead of having to spend 40 hours of my life at Starbucks every week. So I hate that place. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I mean, it's like fine because I don't care about it at all. So like it's like a mail it in job. I'm like yeah. I'm just I'm just here to clock in and clock out and do the bare minimum. 
And other than that, but I want to just like, I feel like there's just a lot, especially in Nashville, because it's so nice for so much of the year, there's a lot more money to be had in like serving and bartending. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, that. And then what else? Um, we had like quote unquote extended family in town last week. Um, really? It wasn't, it was like Gray's best friend's parents. Oh. <laughs> Gray's best friend's parents. Yeah, but it was like and they were, it's... they were like super close. So we all like yeah. went out to dinner on Wednesday. Nice. Free meal. There you go. Yep. And I'm going to Memphis tomorrow. Hell yeah. I've been binge are... watching. What? You you are at the epicenter of music, really. Yeah. You're... you're... You're in Nashville. You, you, Memphis is real close. Very much oriented towards, uh, you know, country music, but music in general. I guess you would, you would maybe if you were taking a trip to Atlanta, you'd be more excited. Yeah, we were thinking of doing the Atlanta thing because I had three days off, but um, I don't know. I didn't really want to take all three to go do something, but we were thinking of going down to like Georgia. And like visiting Fred and then doing Atlanta and then oh, going yeah. to Savannah is like a beach town. So we were thinking of doing that whole drive. Gray That's somehow cool. thought that Savannah was like three hours away. It's seven and a half. I was like, <laughs> I was like, it's a coast town, honey. I don't know. But yeah. we want to do Atlanta for real because the last time, the only time we've been to Atlanta was when we got stuck there because of Delta. Fuck Delta. You need to. Yeah, you see, really, uh, you start tweeting at the yeah. airlines and 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 get them uh, thinking about the the terrors that they've done to you. Yeah, and, and really anyone else, anyone out there that really is just upset with some sort of airline, tweet at them because there's a possibility they can an intern of theirs will um, you know tweet back trying to defuse any fire with no real qualifications to, to tweet <laughs> back at you with. It could just be very false. Uh, you know, allegations and very much just ass covering done by Delta, which is great. Uh, but yeah, so nice. Um, um my girlfriend well, what about is you? currently my girlfriend is currently um, I'm home. I'm drinking a nice jalapeno strawberry margarita. Ooh, I've, made, I've procured. Um, oh God, PC with second round Pat Mahomes pick. Like, oh my god! Um, it's a bold strategy. He's got pick. He's got pick Antonio Brown. Actually, don't pick. Don't pick Antonio Brown. I want him. Since my the fantasy team is, uh, ten year old helmet. helmet. Ten year old. It's ten year old helmet. <laughs> and, uh, I need but, new uh, fantasy names. Yeah, uh, I'm currently home drinking strawberry jalapeno margaritas, and uh, my girlfriend is actually in Foxwoods. Uh, <laughs> uh, she's seeing, uh, if you could guess anyone in the entire world of who she's seen, Duncan, who she's seen. Um, You'll never get it, but it's just, I, I like this game. Uh, let's see. The Beatles. Um, the Beatles? No. You get two more picks. The Beatles, oh my god. Uh, Vince Staples. 
That person still is alive, yes, and recording, but um, no. One more. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, a up Sarah's alley. Um, well, the Beatles, yes, here? but not Vince Staples. No, not, not the second one. My girlfriend's um, Death Cab for Cutie. Great, great radio. No, she is seeing the one and only Lenny Kravitz. Ooh. Yeah. I can she see it. Sna- she was sending me snaps of uh, American Woman, uh, Fly Away, uh, Are You Gonna Go My Way. Some great, just classic, classic Lenny Kravitz songs. Did you know that um, he... Lenny Kravitz she, has a huge cock. He does, and it's been put out there into the public. It but also, been. yeah, um, he used to date or was married to one of the uh, Cosby kids on the show. Like Bill Cosby's Lady children Crab- or one of the kids that was on the Cosby show? One of the kids that was on the Cosby show. He was uh, with like Denise, I think. One of like the light-skinned uh, daughters. And they both had long, long dreads. And it was cool. They're like the dreads couple. But um, I picked up Hello. my my wish came true. I picked up Antonio Brown. Oh yeah. Um, to 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 match the name. Um, now I gotta get serious because I feel like I'm really not taking my time with this. I'm gonna take my time. But um, yeah. Besides the Lenny Kravitz uh, news, uh, school's getting closer. I was just out yesterday. I was buying a bunch of school supplies. Um, Really not that expensive. I probably spent like 60 bucks on school supplies and got everything I needed. And um, while I was out, I got to um, listen to Young Thug's So Much Fun album. So uh, we can definitely dive into that. Um, So Much Fun was dropped uh, on August 16th. Um, This is Young Thug's... Gosh, this is his first studio album, I think. Yeah, like first <coughs> studio album that we you don't really have to consider a, um, a mixtape per se, but um, and it's his it's first of of twenty nineteen. Um, he dropped what sign slime language last year. Actually, pretty I feel like it was pretty late last year. I think I feel like I was listening to slime. Language not that long ago. I think Slime Language was. I actually think it might have been the beginning of this year. I think. Really? So it's 2018 on Spotify. Oh, but um, it was definitely late last year then. But that one was was like a. That one was like one of those like label ones. Mm hmm. You know, looking at it, it's like all. All like the. It's where features go. It says Young Stoner Life Records. So. And. That's like who he's probably collabing with, with not even collabing with. That's probably like the what he needs to put all of his songs under. But I, I had a couple of those, a um, couple of his songs from Super Slimy on a playlist to listen to, like um, Audemars and Gain Clout. And uh, I think I put Slimed In in there, and the last one's on it. Um, the year before that, in 2017, Super Slimy, which you were big on when we were living together. Oh, I love um, Super Slimy. I heard there's a Super Slimy too coming. 
I'd, yeah. be, I'd be into that. Um, I really fell in love with, with Young Thug with Slime Season 3. Uh, I know you love that. And Jeffrey. Um, I, yeah. I really like started getting into Young Thug around Jeffrey. I have like a bunch of his songs on from that album on a, a playlist. Um, some uh, Before we get into so much fun, uh, some, uh, what do you call it? Uh, facts, I guess you could call them, on Young Thug. Uh, he, um, his birth name is Jeffrey Lamar Williams. He also, besides Young Thug, goes by Jeffrey. Um, he also goes by Sex, all capitalized, and by Thug. And as you always refer to him as, as Thugger. Um, that uh, Sex nickname, that is a, that is a nickname. To, it's, to a, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. We're going to see if it pays yeah, off. He is S E X capitalized. Um, I just it just popped up when on Wikipedia why he wanted to go buy sex in February <laughs> February twenty eighteen. Young Thug. This is this is one paragraph, like one <laughs> indentation. in in February twenty eighteen, comma Young Thug rebranded himself Sex. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, a bold, bold, bold strategy. Um, but he, I guess, uh, it says all the Wait, I, I'm interrupting you. Willis just yeah. took Deshaun Watson. Yeah, In dude. the 27th pick, he's he's 16. I only know he's 69th overall ranked. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing, Willis? He, it's just this league that we're in. Like, these guys really, like, Fred knows what he's doing. Kareem knows what he's doing. Me and you know what we're doing. Everyone else really doesn't. Brandon know, Flo knows what how we're doing, like well, how to do it. But besides that, it's all bets are off. I, th- I think PC also just drafted three Kansas City Chiefs guys in a row. Yeah, I love that. That doesn't make any sense. Um, back to Young Thug. Uh, the media has called him gender fluid and androgynous. GQ called him at once a hero and an outsider and a leader of the psychedelic fashion movement of rap hippies. He's Hell yeah. a leader. He has taken the psychedelic fashion movement of rap by by the by the horns and is telling and is you know guiding them really. Um, which with a name like Sex, I guess you got to do that. Uh, another little fact that is definitely uh, worth talking about. Young Thug has six children by four women. Three sons, three daughters. His firstborn was when Thug was, again, Wikipedia at its best. His firstborn was when Thug was either 17 or 14. Okay. Those are very different ages as far as uh, different ages fathering children. Why, don't, don't, why didn't they put... Uh, you know, Wikipedia isn't the best. Uh, that's what I tell my kids. Don't use Wikipedia as a jumping off point to find a real, uh, you know, uh, effective and efficient source or resource. Uh, but why 17 and then 14? Why not 14, then 17? That just makes sense to me. I don't know. I don't know. Also, like, can't you find the birth certificate? Yeah, yeah. Like, this guy isn't – it's Young Thug. He's everywhere. Like, stuff – you can easily find some crap. Uh, like, find this guy. 
Um, yeah. He wasn't. He was was engaged to um, someone whose mother managed Young Dolph. Hell yeah, Is Young Dolph so dead. He, uh, nope. He's one of the alive Kindly. ones still. Yeah. Uh, Fucking oh, good for him, man. God. Dol- Young Dolph's real name is Adolf. Oh, God. Oh, that's tough. Ye- Who did that Adolf- to him? I demand Adolf-, Adolf-, Adolf Thornton Jr. Oh, my God. He's 34. What the fuck? That doesn't oh, make sense. His dad died in, like, the 40s. Yeah. Yikes. Um... But, uh, you know, there we have it on a little uh, Young Thug uh, factoids. So, uh, Duncan, if you want to take it away, what you, would you think of uh, So Much Fun? I really enjoyed it. Yeah? What if that was just my whole take on it? Any any standouts? Um, no, something that stood out to me was that Machine Gun Kelly is credited on Ecstasy. That mm-hmm. dude doesn't. I don't. I I don't know where that credit comes from. I know, and that's one. Of, that's one of the songs I really like. And I and then I like looked, and I was like, oh, I'm putting this on a playlist. I was like, where the fuck was Machine Gun Kelly in this song? Like, why I don't think he... he's on it. Like on the, it says written by. See the ghostwriter of it. It's is did Machine Gun Kelly come to Thug and be like, hey, I feel like you'd be better. Like, I, I feel like you would be better on this song, maybe? I don't know, man. But that brings me to another concept, which is, have you ever just tried to read Young Thug's lyrics? Um, I try not to. It's a real roller coaster. Because, like, when you're listening, like, no, who for the fuck knows what that guy is saying? But then you read it, and it's like... It's just words. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm it, on the it, clock. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just I picked up just picked up Stefan Diggs. Fuck off. Uh, I, I wanted them. No, I wanted Dion. Uh, I really wanted George Kittle oh, to slip. Was but, Ke- is Keelan still on the board? What? Is Keelan still on the board? No. Mm. Oh, we're about to go into the fifth round. This is when I usually pick up a quarterback. I need one more wide receiver. Wow. Um, great radio. Um, yep. Oh, now I'm back on the clock. Shoot. Really, these quarterbacks aren't lining up with my. Uh... No, quarterbacks are gonna fall to like the seventh round. And no, 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 I know, but I like to pick mine up in the fifth round. And I'm just saying, like the bye weeks, like the ones I want, aren't lining up perfectly with the bye weeks that I. Like I, I would definitely pick up Baker, and I would pick up Matt Ryan, and I would pick up Drew Brees, but those bye weeks are about to kill me. Like I can't lose my like number one running back and quarterback at the same time. What is my next pick? My next pick is sixty. Yeah. Um, 
I'll, I'll talk a little bit about Young Thug with oh. Pimp. Um, yeah, I, I liked Ecstasy uh, with So So, whether Machine Gun Kelly was actually on or not. I liked Hot with Gunna. Um, bad, Bad, Bad with Lil Baby. Um, just seeing this now, Bad, Bad, Bad is the seventh track on the album with Lil Baby. And then the eighth track on the album is just entitled Lil Baby. Okay, so, so yeah. So I have th- thoughts about both of those. Bad, Bad, Bad was really good. Uh, I liked Sup Mate just because I think it's kind of funny. <laughs> it's just yeah. weird. Like, it's like, yeah. like, what the fuck were they doing in the studio when they were, picking, when they were writing that? Um, I love the Twitter video that went around of the SpongeBob thing with hot with Gunna under yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was there was another like meme or video going around with ecstasy. It was like some meme or something um, where like ecstasy was playing over, and I saw it on Twitter, and I was like, oh shit, that's right, the Young Thugs album's out, so I got to give it a listen to because ecstasy. The- ecstasy's on it so i was like pumped like i i gotta find the video again i completely forget even what it was about but i know ecstasy was a part of it yeah um the other thing was that lil baby sounds exactly like a future song from his last album Mm-hmm. <clears throat> i'm gonna find it real quick <clears throat> sorry <clears throat> It's like you're, this is perfect. We're, we're right back to where we used to be when you used to just <clears throat> like grunt all the time, so like your tick. Um, oh, it's first yeah, so, off featuring Travis Scott. Yeah, there uh, the choruses are like the exact. It's like weirdly very very similar. Um, to give a listen. But I loved Bad Bad Bad, Little Baby. I liked this whole album. I like just like listening to this album. There are a couple songs I don't yeah. love. I love Cartier Gucci Scarf. Because yeah. the whole song is about him wiping off his Gucci, his Cartiers with a Gucci Scarf. God. <laughs> Which is like, uh, why? But Circle I thought of Bosses it, was good with Quavo. Yeah, it, I thought it kind of got... Like, after Lil Baby, I thought it sort of goes downhill a little bit. It's just like to be expected. I I liked Mannequin Challenge with Juice World because I do like Juice World, uh, new up and comer that we really haven't gotten to talk about. Yeah, Um, I mean the London is good, but yeah, and and the London, the London with J Cole and Travis Scott. I, I don't think it was the best on the album. Uh, I would give maybe Ecstasy the best on the album or Bad Bad Bad, Um, but I really did like the London. And I know something. Oh no, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of something completely different. There's a there's a Taylor Swift song on her new album going into Taylor Swift. It's called London Boy. It's because she's like potentially dating a guy from London, and they're like engaged, secretly engaged or something. I'm thinking of something different. Hell yeah. But um, Young Thug I, is not engaged to a London boy. So. No, certainly not. not um, I think not, overall, not yet, overall, I just really liked. Um, It was just a really good album, and it felt like he he said that the whole like point was to um, like he just had fun doing it, yeah. And like that was really like sort of came out. I thought especially in the beats, 
Like it was a very upbeat album. Like sometimes he gets into like he gets into the um like rut of just making sort of sad songs or like not sad but down tempo songs. Yeah, they're like they're not yeah, they're down. They're not like dramatically like oh shit he's like depressed but they're a little melodramatic like yeah. there's like a little like there's emotion behind it which is good um i, I yeah I, I i think the same thing uh, one of my favorite young thug songs is i mean i think uh i'm trying to think one of my favorite young song young thug uh songs is check and that starts off like pretty like like it's super like mellow and like in like a minor key i guess you could call it and it's just like kind of almost like dark and emotional but i do love that like young thug just works well with kind of like that like mellow type of like melancholy type uh, like music yeah um, i think it works for him like he doesn't. He has like the voice, and he has the potential to like go like nuts and like have like a banger when he's jumping up and down on stage and fucking like, you know, Travis Scott, like lightning storms or and fire explosions are happening everywhere. But Young Thug does well with those more like crooning type of songs where like he's got the auto tune on and he's like going at it. Um, I thought it was a really good like gym album to just put on in the gym. Yeah, I was that, listening to it when I worked out. That first like those first ten songs or so are really good to just carry you through the first part and then by then you're pretty much like wrapping up and then you can just sort of like enjoy the rest of the album. Yeah, ex- yeah. I I, know I feel the same way. I did uh I don't know. I'm always I'm always kind of back and forth with Young Thug whether or not I put him on like an upper echelon of like rappers, but like I do put him on the higher end of rappers now because he consistently puts out music. He doesn't have like one hit wonders per se. Um, he does. I, I do like how how well he he does and everything. So um, yeah, I, I'm all I'm all for this album. Uh, I definitely want to when I listen to it maybe like one and a half times like one all the way through and then i just put on some other ones that i knew i liked um i need to definitely come back to it and you know dive in again uh, yeah and have some fun with it um i'm sorry I'm, I'm on the board right now it's all good i was just lost on the board back on the board uh, shit crazy i'm in more than the way baby Sterling Shepard. All right. Um, so, do you want to uh, any last any last words on Young Thug, just in general? Um, it was one of those things where both him and Future. When I see that there is a new album on the horizon, I am excited. But there are many albums that they have put out, and I think this has to do with how much music they put out. But every once in a while, I'm just like, I was disappointed in this. Like, I wish this was something different. And I always figure out a way to, like, 
too like it. And there's always something yeah. I can find in it. But this was one of those albums where it dropped and I listened to it and I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's not it's not to per se like, oh yeah, young thugs back, but it's just like, oh, okay, we got a good one this time. Like he took his time with it. He 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 was, you know, he com- contemplated about the music he needed to put out and everything and, and he hit the mark. He hit what we expect to hit from Young Thug. And I, and I do feel the same way with like with with Thug and Future. It's one of those uh, you know, situations where they put out so much that you can ne- you, you don't miss them. Like you don't go, "Oh, like when when is Thug when is when is Future dropping an album and everything?" It's just cuz it's like they're always putting out music. Absolutely. It's like Gucci. Gucci, we, we we couldn't miss Gucci in jail because he was still fucking putting out music. He was still putting out mixed like entire mixtapes. So there does this is kind of I guess what like uh, like rock and alternative music has over rap music is you got to wait for an album. You got to wait for some music to come out, and you get to miss a band that you really like. But with like rap, it's there's so many artists, and some of those artists like Thug put out music constantly. That's just like, oh, okay, like, just so much. Yeah, like uh, a Young Thug album could like sneak up on, like sneak up and you'd be like, oh, I didn't even know this drops. Like I'll listen yeah. to it. Some of those are really good. Like you can, we were talking about like yesterday with, uh, or last time, with uh, Spotify being you know shoddy with putting like telling you this is a new music that was released where it can sneak up and be like a happy surprise. But with thug, it's not even a surprise. It's just like, Oh yeah. Like, of course he's going to put on the new music. But I also heard that there might be another thug album on the horizon. Is that super slimy too? Or uh, I heard there's or... super slimy too. And then I think he has another one that's in the, in the bag, but I don't, it was like one of those cryptic tweets where it was like, this might be, something that comes very soon or this might be something that's six months to a year away. So exactly. Yeah. All right. Um, we can move, uh, a little bit towards Brockhampton. Um, so, uh, the best boy band since one direction, uh, uh, from originally Texas, Brockhampton started as a group of guys that found themselves on a fucking Kanye Reddit page. So it was like, fuck it, let's do this. Group of dudes. Um, there's like, what, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 of them. Um, I've heard that it's been knocked down to like 10 because they've kicked out some people or people have just stopped. More of recent news, um, Amir Van has stopped making music with Brockhampton because he was fucking shunned from the group because of like uh, like sexual abuse allegations against like his girlfriend and fiance or something and they were like no like fuck you like you're out yeah um, and so the last two Brockhampton albums have been Sans Amir Van um, which are uh, iridescent and this very new one Ginger. Um, but, uh, getting into kind of their whole discography, um, I got turned on to them probably by you, um, on, uh, Saturation 2, listened to Saturation 3, pumped, 
really missed out on Iridescent, and I just went full into this very new album, Ginger. Um, and obviously, like, I went back to Saturation 1 uh, and All American Trash. They are, I want to say, like, they're almost like a new breath of fresh air into rap a bit. Because when I, like, want to listen to them or I want to be like, oh, like, the new album's coming out and I look up them on YouTube, I'm like, oh, like, their entire, like, a live concert has everything. Like, this is, there's so many of them and they're all so, like, malleable and there's, like, so much musicianship and, like, uh, creativity between all of them. There's moments in a concert where there'll be two of them, like, singing kind of like a love song about someone and there's a guitar playing or there's like a piano playing or it turns into come almost like a R&B song and then they come out to like fucking boogie and they're like bouncing around jumping up and down on wearing like bulletproof vests and like going fucking nuts in front of like a downed helicopter on stage like there's just so much that they there's just so much that they can do that I'm like I'm always excited to like hear what like what's coming next with with Brockhampton because there is almost like no bounds that they can't touch right now. Yeah, um, one of the things I find very impressive, I think, sort of just maybe restating what you said, but they they wear a lot of different hats, is how I would say it. Yeah, um, they do. A lot of different things. They have a lot of different sounds. They seem to have really mastered a lot of different, not mastered, but they seem to have brought in a lot of different influences from like around the country and from different types of music. Well, yeah. still, like, <clears throat> it's not quite in the same vein as like Lil Nas X, but it's like, I don't know. Could would were you to just listen to one of their early albums or one of their newer albums alone with no preconception? Would you call it rap? Yeah, exactly. Like, would would it you? Because I I would listen to obviously before after I had already listened to like where my the first album I listened to was Saturation Two. It's like okay, this is this is a rap group, but they got some other, they got some new ideas that they haven't been tried before, or they're just doing something completely different on an album that's considered that they would consider a rap album. And then I, I would go back and be like, oh, well, a lot of this is like electronic music, like where they just happen to be singing and rapping over it. And then you'd find, yeah, like again, you find yourself in uh, they they would they would have songs that would be like hip hop on an album. And whoever wrote it would then perform it live with like just a solo guitar and just be singing like with a, a freaking electric strat singing what was made to be a hip hop track. But yeah, I just, I do find that again, they're not saving rap right now. Uh, this rap doesn't need to be saved, but they're definitely breathing in a new f breath of air to it. And it's very much like, um, they, they've even even called it uh, themselves it. It's very DIY uh, mentality behind everything that they do, the do-it-yourself, where their up, their their rise was, well, we're, we've become basically friends on the internet. 
why don't we just make music together? You know, I, I, I'm the one in like the, the Reddit group that has a bunch of mixing tables and, and edit tools. I'm the one who has a bunch of songs already written down. I can play the guitar. I can, you know, get on like a turntable or something. And so they just did it. That I remember I was like looking into because they had a documentary in Viceland um, uh, that I watched on YouTube where it was like they were sending like beats to one another be like, okay, now record. Like I just made this beat for you here, like rap over it. And then when you have that, we're going to both send it to our mixer who's in, you know, Nevada and he'll mix it up for us and then he'll put it on line for us. And then we'll have this guy you know, make the next song and we'll send it. So before they even met, they're just sending stuff back and forth. Which I thought it was really cool. And then even like the, the concept of their albums is very DIY. It's very like punk, like, like late eighties, early nineties, like punk mentality. It's just like, uh, we want this music. We want to write and make this music. So yes, you can take it or leave it like that. That's very much the mentality. Like if you want to listen to it, listen to it. If you don't, okay, go listen to the next guy singing and everything like go find someone else that isn't us and enjoy their music but we're going to continue to make it's very they make they very much make music that pleases them and i do like appreciate that and you can definitely hear it in everything that they do yeah i just i am always impressed by the idea that you could meet someone on the internet and do something like this oh it's very Mm -hmm. it's very much like post 2010 ideas like this you talk to fucking i don't even know who roy orbison from the 60s talk to elvis presley and he'd be like you met who where like (sighs) you made this song how like i can barely make friends when it's a physical person in front of me let alone yeah start one of the i would say greatest musical collection since odd future because yeah. you fucking yeah, met on a, lo- on a kanye message board like that's yeah, fucking crazy to me they they are like the new odd future and um, i hope that they don't you know break apart because i do think odd future has a different dynamic somewhat um where they already had like somewhat established guys like tyler the creator is pretty it's very much established on the internet at least and then Odd Future came about. It's like, oh, okay. Well, then we have like the internet, like the those two people, the two people that are in the internet right now. They branch out as their own thing. I do say, I will say, Kevin Abstract in Brockhampton seems like the Tyler cre- the creator of Odd Future, but I think Tyler was like, I'm done with Odd Future. I don't think Kevin Abstract is going to be like, oh, I'm done with Brockhampton. Yeah, like I think it he'll seems st- to be a bit of a very- different situation. Yeah, I do think he's, it's still, for them, it's very easy to be like, well, I made my own album, but I'm so easy to make another album with Brockhampton. Because I think Kevin Abstract just released his own album, maybe like last year, and then was just like, oh, I'm going to go record with Iridescent right now. Like, I'm going to go record this entire album, Brockhampton, like, because I want to do it. Yeah. He's like, I want to be, I want to have my solo stuff, and I want to have Brockhampton, which is really cool. Um, but the, yeah, getting into, um, into the album that just dropped, uh, this Friday as of recording, um, on the Sunday night, um, Ginger, it, uh, is 12 tracks. Um, it's, I really, really liked it. Um, 
I always think of Brockhampton as the the guys that started on um, what do you call it on the the Kanye West fan page, um, and I don't know this album seemed like an homage to Kanye's Yay album, where it was like there there was like modulated voice singing like. They, they, they were how Kanye would have um, NDA's album would have, you know, a little bit of uh, I'm, I'm blanking on, on the word um, with your voice. Uh, auto tune, yeah. a little bit of auto tune, but then modulate it. So it kind of like, you know, go up and down and kind of sound a lot different. Um, but then have like these other people singing, singing over it where, you know, you got um, and even uh, party net was it? Is it Party Next Door with Kanye and and uh, what, what am I thinking of? Kids Next, go or uh, Kids See Ghost. I'm sorry. Um, I was like, I was like, what the fuck I, are you talking I, about? I'm a, I, I, I'm a, I got a little buzz on right now. Um, I'm on the clock. Yeah. No, I'm on the clock. No, I. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're on the clock. Um. But yeah, I 100% agree. I thought it was a very different album, and I thought it did a really good job of like bringing in different aspects of different things to like their music. I felt that in some of, I won't say, in, I won't say in all of the saturation albums, but I would say in a lot, in a couple of them, it kind of felt like they were just doing everything was in one vein. And yeah. there was a sort of lot of, I think it was an issue they ran into where they had so many members that they each wanted to give them their shine. And then it sort of turned into, well, we're going to make an hour and a half of songs that all sound the same so that everyone can just have their their moment in the spotlight. Yeah. And I wasn't yeah, it was sure. Very much like, yeah, we need to hear, you, you. we want everyone, we want the internet and the world to hear each one of our members because that's who we are. We're very like loyal to, to each other and we want everyone to have a little bit of the limelight and get their self out there. Um, I definitely could feel that in the Saturation album, which I just found out actually as I was doing my research. That's they, uh, Kevin Abstract and the other guys consider that like a trilogy, like it's one continuous story, um, which I'll, I'll get into a little bit of like the songs I like off of those and then and then Ginger. But yeah, this Ginger album, like again, like it was very much like Ye, Kanye's Ye album and Kids See Ghost with Cuddy, where there was like this modulated auto-tune singing with like another person singing, singing with them and it was like a little bit of rap and a little bit of like crooning, um, soulful type of, type of singing, but with like a very kind of deeper like very almost like serious and alarming type of topic with each um in ginger there's you know um song titles like uh like no halo heaven belongs to you um uh, if you pray right dearly departed i've been born again very kind of like i guess like religious symbols if there's praying in heaven and saints and whatnot uh, whatnot um but I enjoyed that. Um, I, I do kind of like a, like a consistent idea throughout an album, and I think Brockhampton did that well with this. Um, 
uh, yeah, I just really liked it. There was, there seemed to be a lot of like differentiation. Like, di Brockham has definitely come into themselves since Saturation One and Saturation Two, where there's there's um, differentiation and variety in the songs that they're making in their albums. Um, I, I, again, I listened to Iridescent kind of on the latter end of it coming out, and just everything seemed to be a lot different. Like, beats weren't almost like you know cut and copy pasted over. There was melodies in there that were kind of like, oh wow, like this is. This it was is almost stuff. like they figured out how to use like, like it was almost like they had been working with like, I don't know, like FL Studio or something, and then someone came along and was like, here, I'm gonna teach you how to use Ableton, and they were like, yeah, holy exactly. fucking shit. They got a couple more bucks, and they were like, yep, <laughs> we're going they with like, this. Got like an actual production. Um, like budget and then we're like oh shit like we can make melodies like we can do all this shit and then i yeah. think that's where they sort of shifted toward being like a little bit more instead of having like one track or like having like one sort of sound throughout the entire thing then they could let people do stuff on the production side and shine and then it gave the album like a very much a different feel all the way through because i think i don't think a lot of those the guys in the group, I, I don't think a lot of them like rap or sing or do vocals or anything. I think a lot of them do production. And so I think exactly, allowing yeah. allowing different people to do production and handle production gives the album a more diverse feel all the way through. Yeah, I I I no, I totally agree with you. Um, every it's things are changing. Like yeah, I do. I, I love how these guys, when they sing or when they, um, oh, shoot, why is Adobe popping up right now? It's scary. Um, I love how these guys, they put emotion into their singing too. Like I, I still feel that a lot with like the other music I listen to, like the rock and the alternative and the soul or whatever, whatever I find myself listening to it as in hip hop that... Hello, Mowgli. How are you? Mowgli um, likes Cheez-Its. Uh, I don't feed Puzzles. my dog. I don't feed my dog human food. It's bad. Um, but, uh, I, yeah, I feel like people like you like Young Thug, uh, Future, uh, plenty of other, you know, artists, hip-hop specifically, that they, you listen and you're like, okay, they're just... It's almost you can be like there's no emotion behind this. It's going through the motions. It's just like da 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 da. But then someone like Brock Hampton comes along, and they're those guys. They're you know some of the members in there who do just sing, and do just rap, or play an instrument. But there's like emotion behind it all. Like you can hear like even on an album like the it's a it's a low key song or it's a it's a song that usually it's Kevin Abstract doing it because he like I'll get into it next, but. It's got so much almost like anger and angst behind like his words and, and what he's written and, and how he pro like projects it out in studio. It's I, I think it's again like I've said before. It's just very refreshing when there's emotion behind. Basically, they it's they they they're putting emotion into trap beats. It's very much like oh okay like this is this beat slaps. It's very good. It's it but they're like fucking killing it with a vocal. It'd be like holy like you feel it double time. With like you got a really good trap beat, and then you got even better 
vocals and, and lyrics overhead that are just like, oh, okay, like I'm feeling that I'm feeling myself on this. Yeah. How like Drake puts emotion behind it. Like they are doing kind of that. Not as much sappy emotion as Drake likes to do on like Marvin's run, but they're putting just as much emotion in a, in a better way in, into their, into their songs, which I like. Um, getting into Kevin abstract, uh, just points that like, I like to touch on. I, I got into them and, you told me to do Saturation 2. Um, so we, I got like, into them because my dad got into them. Y- yeah, exactly. Like, that's what how much this world. shit is, like, hitting. But, uh, yeah. But um, I think it's Saturation 2. I can't remember. It's either Gummy or, or it may be Star on Saturation 1. But it's it's basically like there's like a whole verse where Kevin Abstract is talking about like how he like it like gives head and how like he's like his homeboys like totally accept that he's gay while all the other like haters don't be like oh you're you know gay and there I absolutely like love like the idea that he's breaking down that's the stereotype of like what and now you see it with like Lil Nas Lil Nas has come out as gay. But he's. I think it came out as bi, trapped. but potato, potato. Bi, yeah. Um, but it, for those two guys, it takes a lot of guts. You're ve- in a very male, not only just a male-dominated music, a, a male-dominated industry. You are also in a very like, for the most part, homophobic industry as well with uh-huh. DMX. Yeah, and just is. like forever, that's just been the way it is. Exactly. Yeah. There's. It's it's hard to be able to get around that and these guys just have gone yep like we're gay like like kevin abstract is like talk like rapping about giving head yeah it's bananas banana land all right who do i want as a backup qb i still got ben dak jared goff wow i'll pick up ben big ben I honestly think that we should switch this league to a two quarterback league. I've uh, I've witnessed someone playing a two quarterback league, and it is weird. Doesn't make a lot of sense. And it was also a uh, a punter league. Oh wow! I would actually yeah. love that. I had no idea how that even worked. How the punter league worked. You can do that. Did you know that we can? We could, in theory, draft individual defense defensive players i think yeah yeah i I've, i haven't like seen that in person but a friend talked about it like i think that would be great i think like if yeah. we if we're gonna go all in and do like payments and punishments i think we should draft like a full 52 person roster <laughs> oh god yeah that'd be great um yeah we all getting have fun. into getting a little bit uh, into ginger um because what we're coming up on an hour um, yeah, I'm not overly worried. We had a couple minutes at the beginning and whatever. Yeah. Um, but. Ginger was great. Again, like very much like that new Kanye's Yay album and Kids See Ghosts. You know. Yay was um, the one he dropped. Like It was like Pusha T's album and then Yay and then Kids See Ghosts. What's yes. the order? Yeah. Yeah. And uh-huh. Yay had like Ghost Town and uh, like Violent Crimes on it and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really... I really like sugar. 
Um, and I liked Boy Bye. Boy Bye was a single. Um, Dearly Departed was really, re it hit me hard. Like, it was very emotional and kind of depressing, but it was good. And then um, Ginger was good, too. Like, the, the kind of like the, the titular um, song off the album. That, those were really good. Sugar, Boy Bye, um, if uh, Dearly Departed, and Ginger were really good. And really, all of them you can put on and be like, yeah, this is, you can put them on and be like, this is good. Then there's, again, it's one of those things where, like, you can put on an entire, entire album and it, not all the songs sound the same. Like, there's, there's, there's variety um, to and differentiation with each. It's cool. I think one of the songs that caught my eye, and I didn't really give this a good listen, but St. Percy. Yeah, St. Percy was good. St. Percy was a song that I don't do this frequently, but I stopped what I was doing and I, like, opened up my phone and I put that in a playlist immediately. Just, yeah. like first listen i was like because it's it was like a really weird song where it kind of like crept up on me and then all of a sudden i was like fuck yeah this bangs like what's yeah. going on no definitely and, that's that's i got the same vibe and like i love songs they are really good at doing that like where it doesn't sound like a it's gonna be a good song and then all of a sudden you're like holy shit like what the fuck is this yeah no Again, yeah, it's they're they're one of those. This album especially, it was there's some eye catching stuff in there. What definitely like worth the listen and, and Hi. if you're yeah you're you're getting sick yeah. of uh, like what's happens to be going on in music now and you're like I want it's okay new. you can talk to Polos uh, if you want. I want to you know step away. I do want to listen to very recent okay. music. You'll you'll like Brockhampton's Ginger, um, very good. And I can't remember his name. I think it's Matt. He's Matt so Champion. confused. He's like the one of the main white guys that uh, raps. He kind of kills it on this album. I don't know too many. I know Matt Champion and I know Kevin Abstract, uh, but he kills it on this album. Matt Champion. Uh, you can you can just listen to us record if you want. I can't hear you. I know I muted myself because uh, I very clearly stated that we are recording the podcast. But Gray doesn't want to get murdered because she's walking to her car. So now she's going to listen to us podcast. And she's actually oh. talking to Mowgli. Mowgli almost hung up on her. That was oh. kind of cool. Mogs, come on. Hello, Grayson. She, um, I put the phone on speaker and she just started going, meow, 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 meow. And Mowgli was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Sheesh. Um, I really don't know who I want for a running back right now. Shaven Richard. What? She says hello. hello. Oh. Hello, Grayson. I have my AirPods in, but I think he can hear you. I'm not really sure what's happening. Um, but yeah, are you, do, do, do you want to move on from... I have my yeah, two fantasy picks, but I might honestly just put them on auto draft after this. Yeah, but, I'm, we're, we're getting close to the end. I'm, I'm pretty, really running out of like who I want. I probably might pick another running back. but Do I want to? Okay, so I have three picks left. Oh, I need, actually, I need to pick up a defense. You haven't picked up a defense, dude? No. Oh, buddy. That's, that's a bad draft I usually, strategy. I, I usually wait till the end. Um, let's see. Ronald Jones. 
Um, really, I, I got nothing else in terms of like music to chat about. I um, I got a couple I really... like chatty things, just like quick things. Oh yeah, my, I guess my only I'll say my part quick because it's nothing. I really I can not just not get myself. Besides listening to um, the two albums we talked to today, I really cannot find myself off of listening to John Mayer. Okay. And I don't really care. I can't. I don't really care. I absolutely love John Mayer right now. I can't stop listening to him. Hell yeah, love that. I keep, oh no. I keep finding just little songs that I haven't come across before, and I'm like, yep, that's that's it. Like. There's another great song I can, you know, learn on the guitar or yeah. jam out to or, like, sing really loud alone in my car. Like, I, I really, like, I'm loving it. Um, my only, I think, two things. Let's see. First of all, um, oh, Gary Clark Jr. I went, I oh, think I mentioned right, yeah. on the last podcast that I went to his concert. I didn't listen to a single one of his songs because I wasn't paying attention. Um, and then it's because it, like the concert thing is like, it's basically just a massive block party in the middle of Nashville. So yeah. like we very much weren't paying attention. Like there are people there for the show and there are people there to just hang out. We were there to just hang out, but I listened to some of his stuff and I was pleasantly surprised. Um, and the other thing is that, um, Vince Staples apparently has a Viceland television show that I need to check out. Um, but I think he released a new song that was related to that. And so I, I want to, I, I don't know if it's going to be like a theme that he releases a song with every episode or like what's going to go on with that. But very interesting. And then called, called So What? Episode one. Yeah. And then on there's also Viceland has another show that's called, I think it's called Danny's House, and it's Danny Brown. Oh, I did see a clip of that, actually. Dude, it, I watched the full episode. It's like a wacko Danny Brown version of, like, Pee-wee's, house, like Pee-wee's Playhouse. Yeah. It's really it fucking like, weird. It looks <clears throat> banana land. It doesn't look like a mystery sort of sense. I love it. I only watched one episode, but he's got like Schoolboy on it, and he's like the first episode that's, was like ASAP. That, that's the clip I saw. It was him and, and Schoolboy, like just sitting like it, like two cha- two chairs facing each other, just yeah. like, laughing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, definitely uh, highly recommend checking that out if you're looking for something to do. But I think yeah. it's on YouTube too, which is super huge because. I feel like if you don't, like, I don't have cable, and so, like, where am I going to watch Viceland? Like, I don't know where they put their shit, so. Yeah. Um, how was, uh, we talked about it earlier, but how was uh, Gary Clark Jr. in all? It was a cool experience. Are you are you saying the concert or just in general? Yeah, the concert, yeah. It was a cool experience. They It's like a massive, massive I don't even know where it is. I think it's down by like the river because there's a river that goes through Nashville, but um, it's just like a huge like park kind of area. Instead of it's almost similar to Boston Calling, is how I would yeah. I would describe it. Um, like the year that was it you and I that went. When we went, we saw uh, Run the Jewel. Yeah, it's similar to that 
where it's like they just set up a stage and then it's basically just like a big sort of like plaza except it's like grassy kind of and they just have like a fuck ton of like food trucks and like beer stands and like tents and like you can go down there and like there's like all the breweries are down there and like oh that's awesome yeah and it's and they do it's free it's every thursday it's like just super cool and they usually have like because there's so many people fucking down here who want to like play music and want to we one of the people that works at bar taco they were playing they were like uh opening for gary clark jr so they like were like sweaty as fuck and like came down in the crowd and they were like we're just looking for weed like does anyone have a weed pen and we're like nah and they're like okay and then they fucking disappeared but Jesus Christ. it's just like there's so much and so like they can get really good musicians to come play these free concerts because it's like they're just how them fucking live here yeah. it's like what else are you doing yeah. on a Thursday night like the city's gonna pay you and like whatever yeah, so, that's cool yeah it's it's a really sort of fun scene it's not something I go to like every Thursday but it's it's definitely real cool yeah that's cool that's badass it's not that much like going on in Boston like that or is close enough that I want to go to it. That's what the biggest thing I've found about moving down here is like so contrary to how we grew up, how we lived in Amherst. Like there's just always fucking shit happening here. Like Sunday yeah, night, it's, it's... like Sunday nights are popping down here because so much of the city is in the restaurant industry. So Sunday yeah. nights are like the day to go. So, like, grocery stores, Target, that shit closes at, like, 8, but then all the restaurants are, like, booming, and it's only industry people. Yeah. No, there's, that's, I mean, Massachusetts is great, but, yeah, there's, they're, even in Boston, like, there's just, like, nothing's going on. And, like, we have happy hours down here, dude. Like, you can do, uh, like, yeah. two-for-ones yeah, and, like, yeah. the whole shit. It's great, dude. Well, I really never... I really never thought that if you told me like four years ago, if you told me like two years ago, you're going to move to the South and you're going to fucking love it. Like I would have been like, you're full of fucking shit. Get out of my face. (laughs) But it's, I don't, I don't have many complaints. I mean, yeah, you get like, it's a different brand of like, you know how like New Hampshire has like just white trash. Like we get like, a different brand of white trash down here where it's a little more trailer parky and a little more like messy and a little like less peace and general like hygiene and healthcare. But like, it's sort of like the same shit and like everyone's so nice. And like, I was talking to, I met this couple who are from Maine because like whenever someone comes into Starbucks and they're wearing a socks hat, I'm like, Hey, What's up? You like you fucking want to be friends or what? Cause like you in town for the next like couple days. Let's go get some drinks. But um, there's a like a dedicated Patriots bar. Um, downtown yeah, you were telling me about that. called like. Oh wait, I think I think uh when when I went down I was uh, near that. It's called like, is it like Frisky uh, Frogs. It, is it like? weird looking and like just it looks like a cement I've rectangle never been but uh, I, I think we're gonna the, go because there's also a bunch of bar taco people who are past fans so i think we're gonna start going on like sundays 
That's badass. That's gonna be awesome. So I know, cause yeah, this is this is basically like your first full fall in Nashville, where you uh, you know aren't in Massachusetts, aren't able to watch your your, your glorious Pats. Yeah. And someone was trying to tell me the other day that Tennessee, out of all of the states, has one of the longest falls. And I was like, Ooh. I don't even know what that means, but okay. They were like, yeah, the leaves change. And I was like, do they, though? Are we sure? <laughs> do they? Do they really? <laughs> I haven't seen it. No, that's so, bad Yeah. But, yeah. Well, yeah. Keep an eye out. Keep an eye out for, uh, for Sass down there when she, when, you go, when she goes in September. Yeah. Um, I guess, uh, on, on the start of wrap up, um, we can, uh, you know, I guess they maybe, maybe debut our, um, our teams that we just, uh, drafted. Sure. So, um, hold on, let me, let me get to my team. Um, it, with the second... Um, revival episode of, of um, Trolling Stones. It was a little disorganized, a little messy while we drafted, but um, your boy ended up with Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, Nick Chubb, Antonio Brown, Stefan Diggs, Vance McDonald, Philip Lindsay, the Eagles defense, and veteran Robbie Gould. Hell yeah, I got Baker Mayfield, Saquon, I had the first overall. Dalvin Cook, Mike Evans, Alshon Jeffrey, Evan Ingram, Kenny Galladay, the Bears defense, and Greg Zerlin. Greg the leg. Master Greg the leg. Well, uh, yeah. Skunky, uh, I really got nothing else. Uh, everyone be on the lookout um, next week when we drop. Because uh, you, you're going to try to drop this tomorrow? Yeah. Um, be on the lookout next uh, Monday for uh, the return of uh, what did we even call them at the end of the episode? Skits or not? No. What did we call after we reviewed the music? What did we call like segments? So yeah, our segments. Yeah. Hell yeah! All right, all right, get ready for for the return of segments because I got some ideas brewing. It was just 10 o'clock tonight after a uh, margarita that I really didn't feel like planning much. <laughs> yeah, we'll get back into I feel like the past couple of weeks have been very uh, – our music has been – Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, we're, we're a little loosey-goosey coming back. and Yeah, and next week maybe we can do no album specifically and just do – off the top, whatever came out, and then go into segments. Yeah, word. I'm totally down with that. All right. Um, cool. Yes, uh, this thus concludes the second of the revival episodes. Uh, this is uh, Jackson signing off. This is Duncan. Arrivederci. Arrivederci. As always, to our Lord Savior, Kanye West. What's up? Provoke